Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Luke, Luke Wakefield, who is the CEO and co-founder of SiteGlide, a digital experiences platform, which he's going to explain more on in a bit, but he's also the owner of an agency. So please go ahead and introduce yourself, Luke. Uh, thanks, Elias. Uh, firstly, yeah, thank you for inviting me. Uh, pleasure to be here and uh, looking forward to uh, discussing discussing a few things. Um, yeah, so, so like uh, many <coughs> SaaS founder stories, um, I started uh, Cyclide, which I'll explain, um, because I was really struggling to find a solution to the biggest problem we had in in my agency, which is called Wizzy. Um, we were experiencing with every single project, basically over the last twelve years, well, up to a point, um, issues with flexibility and controlling data. You'd always hit some kind of limitation with whatever platform, or it did did one thing, and and then you're stuck. Um, so. Zooming forward a bit, um, with those sort of 10 plus years experience, um, we've built Cyclide to, to become the top rated digital experience platform for small businesses. And the main reason for that is, is we give digital agencies total control over data and remove those kind of limitations that uh, developers hit when they're building websites, applications, marketplaces, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just for the sake of understanding... Because we have a variety of marketers that are listening from from people in content, in in uh, data, etc. But <clears throat> what what exactly is a digital experience platform? Sure, <laughs> it's quite a broad topic. Um, <clears throat> that's one of the things with the landscape at the moment is it is quite hard to navigate and understand which acronym you need to be focused on and what does what. Um, many different things fall under digital experience platform. It's sort of evolved from content management systems, from ERPs, uh, from all sorts of different platforms, CRMs even, um, to encompass all the technology that can allow people to build web experiences that use data and help deliver a better experience to customers and, and look at the customer experience journey. So it might be um, integrations to internal systems that allow you to do something a bit clever with uh, with your own data, or it might be bringing the user into a uh, uh, customer portal area. It could be marketplaces. It's basically building some sort of online ecosystem for your business and and customers to interact with you. So, so basically, what you're doing is also digitizing the whole customer journey by offering the right experiences, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So, I happen to to have my own agency, Marketing Guys, uh, as as listeners probably know. I also teach at some uh, business universities in in online marketing, digital marketing. So, I meet a lot of marketers, um, and I've never met a marketer that doesn't want to make this customer journey better or improve the digital experience. But the thing is, and that's why this is so such an interesting topic, I guess, um, is that typically when you want to offer a digital, a better digital experience or want to uh, well, start using a platform, a digital experience platform, you, you end up with the big names like, like Adobe or Sitecore or whatsoever. And those big names typically 
are adopted by other big top 500 names. So if you're if you're a car rental company like Hertz, of course you're offering a digital experience to your, your to your users in app, in store, on the website, everywhere. You, you're a Hertz customer, you'll probably get like a, a great experience. But what if you're an SME marketer or a marketer at an SME company or a mid-market company? What what kind of advice do you have there, Luke? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's worth worth noting as well that even the the largest enterprises are struggling with data. Um, data siloed data is is a huge issue. Uh, there are different studies out there that suggest that most companies have data siloed across potentially 40 or more tools. Um, and there are tools out there that help people overcome that. It is a bit of a, um, there's a, some research to be done to try and find the right one for your use case. There are lots of acronyms like, yeah, DXP, ERP, CDP. There's all sorts of things you have to try and work out um, what is needed. But it, it essentially comes down, in, in, in my opinion, to making that data more accessible and linking data together within your organization. And, and the key point, in my opinion, is linking it to the customer experience. Because if you treat your everything with your customers completely separately from everything you do internally, you're going to create disconnect, more work, um, and, and a mismatch on data. So we believe, um, yeah, if you look at the sort of big players in these main spaces, um, if we take the digital experience space specifically, you do have Adobe, um, Sitecore, as you mentioned. They offer a pretty big tool set that isn't necessarily needed by everybody, and it can take quite a lot of work to implement and customize, and then you, you might still end up hitting limitations and things so i think the key to it really is trying to understand um the business processes that you do have what type of data you have where you need it to be and then working out how to link it together and starting from the, the front end with the with the website and how your customer uh would would use it is a really key place to start so having a crm built in for example so that when users interact with the site there they, the experience can be personalized things can be automated they can self-serve they can get a far richer experience um, so so yes looking into those i think analyzing the specific business need is a key one um, and then finding the right solution we do actually have a guide on on navigating that um, that, that might might be useful as well okay so i'll i'll make sure that i add a link to that in the uh, in the show notes. Um, an interesting thing that you just mentioned is that um, SMEs uh, and, and uh, mid-market companies are using all kinds of tools. So I'm just thinking out loud here, but they're using CRM, marketing automation, a CMS, they might have uh, an analytics tool, etc. And all those tools contain siloed data. And that's basically what you refer to as the underlying problem, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, how 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 does uh, your company Sitelight uh, help in getting those basically silos together, combining those, and offer a digital experience that is basically fitting the customer journey that is needed at that moment? 
Sure. Yeah. So approaching it more uh, quite generically in terms of if a business was going to go out and solve that problem, you can go down the route of picking the right piece of right right tool for that specific need and then try and bolt them all together. So for example, Shopify is pretty, pretty well known in the e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. You do that for e-commerce, but then you want to do something else and it doesn't do it. So you end up normally picking something else and the two are disconnected. You could look at linking those together and doing integration work, um, or you can try and find something that does it all. If you find something that does it all, you're pretty likely with more legacy platforms to hit a glass ceiling or you've been able to do X, Y, and Z, but then because they're built to do everything, they're not so, they don't speak so friendly uh, so nicely to, to other platforms. So what's really needed is something that is built from the ground up as uh, connected to anything. Uh, so API based, being able to share data anywhere and access that data, but also has some of those inbuilt tools that you need to save you having to build everything from, from the ground up and connect it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, enterprise companies can, can go down that route. But for an SME to do that, it's um, it's often prohibitive. So, so uh, just going a little further on that comparison between enterprise and and small companies, one of the other things that marketers will probably recognize if they work at at a smaller company, they they don't want to be in those extensive, very long projects to to actually start something. Because if you're if to me when I talk to uh, marketers at, at the larger companies is they want to start using a digital experience platform. That that's that's like a project that project that might take years. Mm. Can you give some examples of SMEs that you have helped in adopting a digital experience platform, and maybe share some of the timelines that you've just used there, or <clears throat> by what times you saw the first results occurring. Sure. Yeah. I think um, to tie it back to your previous question and to my background, running the agency uh, previously and alongside helps see the problem and the solution. Uh, So it really does start in most cases with outlining the, the core problem and the core solution that you need and doing it in phases. So the reason our platform is more accessible both cost and time and resource wise is if you try and go down the route of building all the bells and whistles from day one, it is, as you say, a a very time consuming process, very costly process. And by the time you've got three quarters of the way in, you might want to rip it all up and and start again. (laughs) So um, we have a wide range of agencies across the world who build sites for for customers. And we we build a wide range of projects uh, within my agency as well. One example would be uh, UiPath, the um, business process automation uh, unicorn. Uh, They IPO'd last year for a couple of years ago, maybe uh, Mm -hmm. for 35 billion. And we helped them build a pretty complex community marketplace platform where data and sharing of that data and access to the data was key. So there was a, a pretty quick for the scale of it, but complex um, user journey to map out and build. And it was all built completely bespoke. Um, Whereas another company at the other end might just need a 
website at the beginning with a CRM in the background to capture data and do some in, internal processes, let's say, just firing information to the right place or storing it in a, in a customer portal for people to log in and access. And then you can fill in the gaps <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and build up uh, as you go. And that's the agency's responsibility to help the customer through that journey. So, so um, and, and from a timeline perspective, so how, how long do marketers have to basically, um, well, how, how long does a project take? How long do they have to uh, budget for, et cetera, when, when they start using a digital experience platform in an SME company? Um, with with um, It's a very platforms. broad question, I understand. <laughs> yeah. but... with, with other platforms, I imagine it's it can be a lengthy process because some of them have an upfront minimum cost and you've got to make sure that it's the right tool. You've got to map out how you're going to use it. Then there's probably the implementation and scoping uh, phase because our, because SiteGlide is very much usage and um, uh, you build up as you need. Uh, You can map out the basics in very little time you could have a, a website let's say if you're just building a website up and running in in days if you wanted to if it's more complex it could be weeks if you're building a course platform or a marketplace maybe we're talking a few months um or or, or a little bit longer i guess it, it completely as, as you guys know uh, anybody in an agency knows yep. uh, it completely depends on the project scope but for the point is there isn't a barrier to entry of it's going to take a minimum of this and, and you have to build all of these features first or anything like that. Cool, cool. So um, I, I love it. So th- the, the final question that I have today for you is um, for other marketers as well to get a view on how this actually fits into a MarTech stack because where where do you, how do you fit in? What kind of tools do you integrate into the most? That's a really, really good question. Um, so again, without going into acronyms too much and depending on how familiar you are, but you could be already using a sort of more legacy um, web development platform, CMS. You might be going down the head, headless CMS space where you do your own um, stack and you, you get the hosting sorted and, and you kind of build everything together. Where we sit is... A sort of hybrid where you have all of the DevOps um, and infrastructure uh, managed for you at enterprise grade. So, scalability, security, reliability—they can hand that can be handled. That can handle projects of any size. There's banks using the platform. There's all sorts of um, size companies using that architecture. Um, it's then the functionality within the platform that you would evaluate and work out whether you need. So the core ones would be CMS, CRM, e-commerce, custom databases, secure logins and portals, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then as you've just asked, it would be more of the integration. So knowing you've got that API access to be able to integrate to, um, it might be similar platforms. People might be surprised to hear something like HubSpot that you might actually run for your internal sale, uh, CRM and marketing, or it might be ERP systems, finance systems such as NetSuite, um, or maybe data analytics platforms as well is quite a, quite a common one. We have a 
we have a Zapier integration uh, that allows you to easily send data anywhere. And we also have partners building uh, individual integrations for specific, specific platforms. Cool. Luke, thank you very much for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile. And you mentioned a guide earlier, which I'm going to link as well. Sure. Um, and um, I, I hope to have you back in the near future. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. This is great to, great to join. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.